You're listening to the Dad Gab Show, and here we go! Yeah! Dad Gab, we're back at you for every week. Thanks for hanging out with us. We always appreciate it. I am your host, Luck, this week. Mike is on assignment, so we're going to throw a little curveball at you. I'm hosting the intro segment by myself. And we're going to have a few surprise guests along the way in the show. And we're going to just kind of have a little fun this week. Uh, change up the formula, change up everything. Why not, right? The world's kind of going crazy. So we can change up Dad Gab a little bit as we go. How is everybody doing? Hopefully you are doing okay, right? Okay is fine right now. We're all okay with being okay. And uh, hopefully... Life is not getting the best of you right now. So if you're like me, you're just kind of hanging out right now as I'm recording this. I have a nice cold Aligning Kugels Northwoods Lager. As Mike would say, yeah, that's right up right up about my alley. So here I'm gonna open this and then we'll get down to business. Ah, man, that tastes good. All right, so. Uh, like I said, Mike's on assignment this week, so you just get me with some uh, special guests coming up. So we, we like I haven't talked about, uh, you'll see, we change up the formula. We got uh, multiple guests in different segments, and uh, hopefully you like it. Then we're just kind of playing around with things. Um, I kind of wanted to get to, I don't want to dwell on it too much because clearly it's everybody is talking about, is, is this whole... This whole craziness going on in the world, and, and we're all kind of, um, you know, we, we're all in the stay-at-home order, and just this week, for me, I finally hit the tipping point, right? A few days ago. It, it was one of those, I, I, and I'm sure if you haven't got there, you get there. If you if you have been there, you know what I'm talking about. It, it finally hit me. So... So with the the three kids at home and everybody staying at home and, and finally hit me like the one day where I was just like, oh, that's it. I'm done. I'm tapping out. Right. Like just I'm done. But it got better. And hopefully it continues to get better. Right. So hopefully when you hit that point, too, you're just like. Oh, you just you're just like I'm done. I'm out. I'm tapping out. I'm I'm tired of all this. I want to leave. I want to go somewhere. I want to go back to the way things were. And unfortunately, we have no control over that. So hopefully we can give you a little bit of an entertaining show this week. Um and take your mind off things for a little while. That's why I do the show, right? Uh that in the uh, glitz and the glamour. Um, of the uh, Hollywood parties and whatnot. Otherwise, we wouldn't do this. But we enjoy it. And we hope you uh, crack a few smiles when you do it, too. Lots of stuff this week. Um, from uh, we, So uh, next segment we got coming up, we got uh, Glenn coming up on that segment. Then we got Rich coming up on the segment after that. And then I'm going to end the show myself. So hopefully you hang out with us for 
uh, let's say roughly the next hour and uh, we get down to uh, brass tacks and uh, well, you know what? You're probably tired of hearing me. You want somebody else. So here we go. We're going to bring in Glenn. And we're back. Thanks for hanging with us still. I am here with the lovely and talented Glenn has joined the show. Lovely. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Really yeah, nice. yeah. 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 I, 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 I was trying to think of something and I was, and I was hoping to get a reaction for lovely and I did. So no, the, uh, the handsome and talented Glenn, everybody. Yay. Glenn joins the hey, show. Thank you. Right. thank you. Thank you. I like right. lovely too. If somebody called me lovely on the street. I'd be happy about it. Would you have to think about it for a second? Like, would it take? Would it? Would it pause you in your day to day activities? A little bit. I mean, j- just like you did here. But I mean, people don't call me handsome on the street often either. <laughs> they ever. should. They should. You're you're a handsome man. Uh, uh, you have to get comments on the beard. I would think uh, not around here. I mean, in Minnesota, it's not. Yeah, as big a deal. I guess. I guess. I guess. I can see. Um, have you brought a beverage with you to the show? I did. It's a bit of a. Um, I mean, they just. Good marketing on this one. It was a <laughs> it was a twelve pack of uh, summer beers from a local brewery called Bauhaus. Okay, and you can even see the can. I know the listeners can't, but it's kind of got like a summery feel to it. Uh, oh, it's got so a little. That, it's got a little uh, Miami Miami Vice uh, uh, sort of South Florida ish. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe Saved by the Bell is a play here too. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely coastal type yeah. of uh, yeah. Okay, so the beer, never had it before, is Zanata. It's a Mexican amber lager. And I saw amber and I thought of you. That's part of the reason why I bought it. Amber. <laughs> what is it's not exactly a hoppy red, but it, amber is kind of in your wheelhouse. What is, oh, uh, yeah, amber, Mexican amber lager. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued on, on your uh, take on it. So yeah, uh, I, it feels like it'll be like Dos Equis Dark, but we'll see. Okay, all right. I, uh, I brought a, uh, a Smittix Red Ale today. Okay. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know anything about Smittix, so I, as I was sitting here, um, uh, waiting for you to join, I was uh, doing some research on the Smittix brewery and uh, the history of it because uh, I'm a nerd. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, they're pretty old, right? They've been around a long time. Yeah, said uh, founded 1710. Holy cow! I didn't know that. Okay, so uh, yeah, been around a while. 310 years, according to uh, Wikipedia. Wow. All right. There you go. Bottom hook. Yeah. Cheers. Ah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. Not trying to be anything right. fancy. Beautiful. How's the, uh, how's the weather up there today? Uh, sunny. Uh, 52. There you go. Pretty nice. You'll take Did that. Some spray painting outside, so we're good. Yeah. What are we spray, spray painting? Uh, it's like a cart. It's going to go in the kids' room. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, not like um, graffiti or anything. How How is all of the uh, preparation going still? Uh, good. Good. Kids' room is done besides this cart. Um, we're just getting other like day of things organized, the bag and the contact people and shower is this weekend, next weekend. Um, it's good times, yeah. man. It's good times. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys, are you doing a virtual shower? Yeah. Nice. 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 Yeah. So are they sending you the gifts in advance and then you're opening them on camera? Is that how it's going? Uh, I guess so. I'm, I'm, uh, 
not as informed, but I get okay. the, I mean, they, they have shown up and uh, some <laughs> of the, I mean, she, she opened some of the Amazon boxes cause it's hard to know. Like we get so much crap from Amazon. Like, yeah. What is good. What is like gift Amazon or not. Um, but yeah, I think they'll be all be sort of shown on camera or something. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Um, the reason you're here today. So last week when we were discussing uh, Cubs Cardinal stuff in uh, 98 was brought up and uh, you seem to have a disdain for the 1998 baseball season, at least in your memory of it now. Um, so uh, for any listener who doesn't know, um, 1998 is kind of considered to be the season that kind of brought the game back to uh, the masses of fans. Go from the 94 strike, which uh, if you read the media or the stories or the history of it, uh, a lot of people were turned off at the greed that was going on in the game and they stopped playing the game because they actually ended the season, didn't have the World Series. So 95, they had a shortened season. They came back late. 96 97 ratings were down attendance was down but then we get to 98 and we've got the home run chase with mcguire and so said a lot of people forget about griffey that year too um and so attendance was up ratings were up and it's kind of considered to be the season that brought the fans back correct am i yeah 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 totally and uh it's interesting in my head the strike was in 96 so uh, even shows even further how like the the doldrums were, um, yeah. And I was totally in it. That's that's part of where all these emotions come from. I was way into it. It was like every day, like the headline in the newspaper was who, what Sammy and like the like the home run total yep. was like in the corner. Yep. It was on the front page, I believe. Yeah. And it was uh, the home run total of the three of them. It, you know, Griffey came in and out, but like, and yeah, it was so. Uh, man, we were all excited. Like, oh, Sammy got one today. You talk about it in public, like at Kmart, like just a random cashier. And it was so enlivening and uh, delightful. It's um, so we were ending. So the season started as we were ending freshman year, going into sophomore year of high school, too. So we were sort of in that uh, 15, 16 year old sports are super exciting. We're, we're, we're amped up for this. Uh, also for you, the Cubs were good that year and they were headed for the playoffs too. So that had to kind yeah. of, you know, obviously probably got some emotion going for, out of you there too. Yeah. And I would say that season probably cemented my fandom even like I was always a fan and, you know, I just looking at some old photos, like I had a Cub shirt and all that stuff. And like, you know, it was always a family tradition. Um, but like, I really became a watcher. I think that season. That could be, that makes you know, like, sense. Uh, it really does. Yeah, because you wanted to watch the home run total and you wanted to watch, you know, so uh, really good uh, memories uh, of that. And then. And then what? Why is it tainted in your mind? Why is this taint? Why is this whole? It's a good feeling. Your team made the playoffs for the first time in, since 89 that year. Um, everybody got to enjoy the the game and the records were broken. And then in your mind, it's just become, it's just washed out. It's all gross now. It's, you know, okay. So I was reflecting on this. Um, uh, I need to take some tangents to get to where, to, to explain my, take, my mental Take your time. Here. All our listeners okay. are uh, staying at home anyway. So they're just going to listen yeah. to this anyway. So Okay. So in wrestling, I always like the faces. 
I, I think I like in my entertainment, I like black and white. I like who's the bad guy and who's the good guy. In my, and I would say we're, we are kind of on the same page with that kind of stuff too. I mean, yeah, I was, I was a Hogan guy in the wrestling and, and, and the Cubs are the evil team to me, you know, like the, the Packers are awful. I refuse to have any Packer stuff in my house. You know? Yeah. We're on the same page with that. Like my team's good. Your team's bad. And then there's just no gray area in the middle there. Yeah. And it's like tribalism and it's like, you know, like us versus them. And, uh, and so I think I sometimes want to put things into black and white, like this was all good or this was all bad. Um, but then, then I was thinking about my hypocrisy because at work all the time, I'm talking about the gray area. <laughs> like, well, like, is that really a bug? I'm not sure. Like that could just be a requirements misunderstanding or like I, I use the word imperfections at times. And so I actually live in the gray area and I'm such a um, devil's advocate at times. And so how can I expect in my, this is like the hypocrisy going in through my head. And, and I think where you're probably going to try to land me here and maybe I'll land myself. Like, I'm not landing you anywhere. Like, I'm just having a conversation. Uh, like I, I want it to all be good or all be bad. And now I have to realize that 98 was both. And I have to be okay with that because uh, it, it was beautiful for what it was. And those emotions that we felt at the time were good. Um, now it may, the fact that I'm even thinking this deep, I think we've talked before, like, is sports worth this much, like it, this much in our head? Is it worth these many cycles? Like, is it worth this much emotion? Um, whatever. I think but that's then, a whole now, nother segment, <laughs> if not a yes. week long documentary. <laughs> so, uh, I think I have to give it that it, it was good for what it was, but, uh, it's, and it's, it's okay to revise history a little bit in that um, you, you don't change the emotions you had, but you can feel about it differently now. And that's how okay. I feel. And sometimes when I feel badly about it, I get hyped up like I did last <laughs> week on the show where I just, I just feel so like bitter that they got me that high. Like they, they made me feel so happy. And then it just feels like it's under false like pretenses and it falls, um, I don't know, like like it wasn't even real all the way. No, yeah, that that, but it's, the emotions were still real. That's, that's it's still real to us, damn it! According to the old uh, famous uh, YouTube uh, clip with the wrestling guy, you've never seen it. Oh, you've got just just Google. It's still real to me, damn it! And you'll you'll see it. <laughs> uh, French will get that one. So, um, but what I was going to say is, your first inclination now is to poo poo ninety eight going back to last week. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, they were both on steroids. Who knows if Sammy had a corked bat. I mean, I think I didn't give him, I didn't realize at the time how big of a narcissist Sammy was like, he wasn't a great person. Like does it now do, do these things matter? Does that come with age? Just no, like as a kid, right. As a kid, your heroes are your heroes. You don't know that they're a jackass behind the scenes, like like growing up. And, and I'm going to bring this back to the present. So I this everybody's going to watch this uh, tonight, which is recording this on Sunday. Um, everybody's going to watch the Bulls documentary tonight. I've seen so much stuff on Twitter. Everybody loved Michael Jordan. Nobody yeah. knew how much of an ass Michael Jordan was behind the scenes. Right. But is that just growing with age and just knowing that stuff now is as, as opposed to the, 
the naive child that we were back then? Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. It, it's uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking. Like, yeah, you know what? And I, I, okay, so now I'm gonna go another tangent. I read in a, I read a book recently about Danish parenting. Tell uh, me more. And yeah, you just sort of like uh, the Danes. Um, it's it's written by an American who who married a Dane and then a, a Danish psychologist and their friends, and they were just explaining how like the Danes, you know, they're, they're supposed to be the happiest country in the world or whatever and all this stuff. And so they were explaining how like the ways in which like the American had a hard time adjusting to Danish culture and, and raising her kid. And one of the things that they talked about was, um, uh, it was about, it was actually about, about fairy tales. So, um, who was it? The Hans Christian Andersen, he's from Denmark. Um, and, uh, that's, so it's, that's all like little red riding hood, I think there, is that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like all those. So we actually read these in German class, the yeah. German version. And I, I remember, do you remember being like how disturbed you were about uh, how the endings happened? I had like, I wasn't, I think we were I wasn't surprised because I had been introduced to the supposed root alternate non Disney type endings before we had gotten to those. So it, it didn't shock me. Like I knew how little mermaid ended on the actual story compared to the Disney version. And so it wasn't, she, she stabbed herself. Um, so yikes. So, See? yes. So I think, yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't little red riding hood die or get eaten or something in the German uh, version. He didn't do little red. No. Oh, she got eaten. And then the hunter opens the stomach and the, and, and grandma comes out or maybe it's little red riding hood. Somebody like gets eaten and then taken out of a stomach. Something crazy. Anyway, let me land the point. Um, the, like the Danes have an appreciation for the fact that not everything has to have an happy ending because sometimes sad endings make you realize that you have a nice life and it is a comparison okay. point. And so maybe my mind as a kid, uh, I was conditioned or I allowed myself to be conditioned to want happy endings and to want black and white, to want good guys and bad guys. You know, GI Joes. There's always good guys and bad guys, and and uh, Transformers. Good, you know, the Wildcats or whatever those things were. You know, like there was always good and bad. And it was very distinct. And and in this case, you wanted those two, McGuire you know, and Griffey and Sosa, so three, uh, to be the good guys. And and with age, you realize that there is gray, like you said. And this is your whole eight, like with looking back point, like you understand there is gray and. And then you revi start revising yeah, history. Yeah, I can bit. see it. I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I mean, Sammy does know how to speak English um, in front of Congress, and uh, McGuire's not here to talk about that today. Okay, so <laughs> I get it. All right, I'm, I'm just when I guess, and I'm gone. I'm coming from the the dad aspect, being dad gab. Um, yeah, my I, my my daughter loves baseball. She she's been asking when we get to go to Peoria Chiefs game and when we can watch the Cardinals again, and asking and so. But and just like you, we were talking about last week. Um, I've watched old you know classic Cardinals games when they uh, when they beat the Mets and went to the World Series in 06, and Wayne Wright's amazing curveball. And so I've 
and she's watched she's walked in the room and I'm watching these games and so I'm giving her like my perspective of what's going on and a lot of times it's my perspective at the time of what I'm feeling what's going on too based on new knowledge but also taking the new knowledge and intertwining it with my emotions and feelings at the time. So I guess I'm coming at that from the dad perspective. When she asked me about the 98 season, I'm going to say 98 season was awesome because as a fan, I, it really, I would be like, I was into the Cardinals way before that, but that gave me more of appreciation to even go further, I guess, with my fandom. I remember uh, having the old Walkman and at track meets listening in on the Cardinals games to see if McGuire was going to hit a home run or um, our track coach yelling at me that I wasn't doing enough uh, throwing at practice because I was listening into opening day. Um, so I guess I want to take those emotions and maybe kind of build upon that book and and take those emotions and intertwine new knowledge, but still keep the joy of the game from from those pure emotions i had at the time yeah it's like uh the historian in you it's like it's like the difference between like primary Mm -hmm. source and secondary source like you want to be there as a primary source but when you add the secondary the other sources and sort of get the richer history it's much deeper and much more interesting you know like pearl harbor and I'm, i'm just thinking of random things here but like when we went to pearl harbor recently they they were very uh strong against the army uh, um, general who like he was the guy who had the planes and he put them all together because he was worried about internal sabotage instead of bombs from overhead and that just allowed them to get bombed and so like that history that secondary source sort of give gives fuller to the whole events of the of the thing but i mean the, the folks at the time they were doing the best they could right so, right uh, you know, we get, we get the 20, you know, what's the past is you see the past in 2020, something like that. Hindsight's yeah, 2020. I, okay. I'm with you. Um, so I think we could, we are kind of on the same page here. Like 98 was fun. And I kind of wanted to branch, branch us out more to what is a steroid and what is, but I don't know if that's quite where we're at in this, in this conversation. Um, I, <laughs> I will, I will give you some homework to do if you got time. You know, if you're not if you're not too busy staying at home okay. all the time. Um, watch this documentary called Bigger, Faster, Stronger. It's on Netflix, I think, okay. or has been, or who. It's on something. And um, and so we'll have I've, I want to have that discussion sometime about steroids and what is a steroid now compared to did they just start doing steroids in that, you know? Um, I have some more yeah, yeah. When you brought up Willie Mays, by the way, last week, now I have this like thing, like, am I supposed to not like <laughs> Willie Mays? And then I, I started to get it like, like I have, now I have this like asterisk next to Willie Mays and I need and, to research and, that more. And like, I don't I, even I know if he was on Greenies, okay? I but I know, I do know from the books I've read and the stories I've read that uh, back in the day, they would walk in the, the baseball clubhouses and there would be two pots of coffee and one would be a grainy pot of coffee with the amphetamines in it and one would just be regular coffee. Um, just create, I, I love reading sports history. So that's where obviously I'm getting this from. Um, I have some more, uh, sports idols though. And I kind of want to get your take on them quickly here. Um, cause okay. I know I only got okay. you for one segment. So this one might be a tough one for you. So I'm throwing it out there right now. Okay. Lance Armstrong. Okay. You, you used to, oh, when it's the same thing, <laughs> oh, God, it's worse. I, it's when worse. he was on his run 
and and we would hang out late at night. You would say, you know what, I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch whatever channel the Tour de France was on at like 2 a.m. to watch the yeah. the cycling. I remember that specifically. You were all about Lance Armstrong and the cycling at the time. Yeah, yeah, it's the same feelings. Like a lot of joy at the time, a lot of patriotism, a lot of uh, you know, inspired in some ways inspired me to run a marathon eventually. Like. Oh, lots of lots of good positive things from it, and then you just it, sadness. Yeah, like Tyler Hamilton. Yeah. He's another one. He went. Didn't he like finish the whole thing? But like with a broken collarbone, but he was juicing the whole time. Like, oh god, right. you want that yeah. to be good, but it it's not. And so it's the same. Yeah, it's almost. It's. I think I feel <laughs> even stronger towards Lance. I threw his book. I got his book as a gift. I read the whole thing. Loved it. I threw it in the garbage. Have at you one read point, the so follow up books or seen the follow up documentaries about? like what was really going on at the time or anything like that. I mean, everybody was doing it. That was my general take. And, you know, U S postal was doing it worse uh, and stronger, but uh, no, I didn't, I don't think I've, I think I've done read some articles and maybe one documentary a long time ago, okay. but not, uh, not often. Right. Switching tracks oh. on you, switching tracks on you. I feel very bonds. Right. I mean, right, that goes I never liked that guy. Good and evil thing. Right? So, good and bad. Yeah, he was always on the evil side already. And then an interesting thing is, like, you remember when he broke it again and that season was not nearly as big of a deal? Well, oh, like, nobody oh, cared. He hit I mean, we cared, but barely. Now, yeah, when he it was all know, one, was like so you got to take that into one? effect. Like, 9 11 had just happened. So uh, I. But you would think, it, I mean, baseball, I remember baseball being one of those rallying, yeah. like, we're getting back to normal. Thing. So you would you would have thought, but it, it and maybe it was fatigue it from '98, where like it, we all didn't want to chase uh, the home run again, or maybe it was his attitude, and maybe it was him. Like and maybe it wasn't, he it wasn't, wasn't media friendly as too. much, and so there wasn't this. Well, and like you said, there wasn't 36 years wait for it to be broken too. From yeah, and there wasn't another person. Who's I'm really sorry, 37. There wasn't like was a competition. 61. Um, have you ever watched the movie 61? As a so, baseball fan, you should just go back not. and watch it. It's it's fabulous. Um, Billy Crystal Billy Crystal directed it. And they actually used um, uh, Tiger Stadium as the stand-in for Yankee Stadium when they filmed it. Ah, yeah, the one the retired. So, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, the one we got bust from. <laughs> Whole other story. Um, all right, I got a list here. Uh, I got you for a few more minutes, so just cut me off when you need. Uh, Michael Vick, where do you put him? Never, uh, never liked him. Oh, why was Michael Vick a villain. villain? Always a villain. Uh, well, I guess I liked that he ran. I thought that was interesting, but uh, never was I like Tiger Woods. Michael Vick. So always a villain, almost. Oh, I'm a little more conflicted on him. I really liked him for a while. I mean, I didn't really like. I never really liked golf, but yeah, I, I appreciate that he. His crime felt more human, and it was less uh, less uh, against the dignity of the sport and more. And no, no, no! Like, now, I like, feel the, like an idiot the way I'm saying this, but like it was more a crime against another, not crime, but like a an infringement against another human, not an not a infringement like more against of a the failing of a man, sort of. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like you said, it is more of a human. 
humanistic type of uh, betrayal. Which should make <laughs> me dislike him more. And I, but some reason it doesn't. So I think I'm troubled even more. Uh, I, I don't believe in myself. Uh, Pete Rose. Anyway, give me the next one. <laughs> this, I don't know. I, I've always wanted to give it to Pete Rose. I've always wanted him in. And I, I would even make arguments about like Ty Cobb and all that garbage. So I don't know how Pete Rose is allowed in my worldview. Pete Rose is allowed in Barry Bonds. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and I want to like argue the new, I think it's because I just like that he was a hustle. That being said, uh, he he's annoying about how much he wants no, to no, get no. in. But, so but he doesn't, that he doesn't also, actually now, now I diminish just keep, keep saying he wants to get in. He just hints around it all the time and does signings in Cooperstown. And that's really the annoying part. Just come out and, and just say, I want in and just continuously do that rather than beat around the bush, I guess. Yeah, like a Ron yeah. Santo-esque, like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> Ron, Ron is very honestly like, I think I deserve this. I think um, this would be nice. You know? Joe Paterno. Ugh, I never liked them. I never liked college football. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the football guy, Penn State, right? Okay, see, I don't even follow good enough. <laughs> Meh, whatever, forget that guy. All right, Um I mean, Sandusky yeah. was like right his right-hand man, right? Like he had to know something fishy was going on. You know, as a football coach, you're around each other enough. Yeah, he, yeah I mean, I don't know the whole thing. And the whole way that the, that the culture kind of rallied around the, the situation at the time. And it, it all stunk, I guess. It all stunk. Um, Roger yeah. Clemens. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> some reason I don't hate him as much as the other steroid guys. I don't know why. I think it's because he was a pitcher. I think somehow that contributes, but I, I don't have a great reason why, but like you still have to have, well, I don't know. You still have to hit the ball, even if you got muscles. So the arguments are all garbage. I don't know. I don't know. I, for some reason I don't, okay. don't dislike him as much. Um, so, Follow-up question. Um, I was going to throw Mike Tyson out there, but I wasn't sure where you were really going to land on Tyson. He's kind of – I mean, that guy just needs help. Like, he, he just needs – He says he's medicated life. now, right? So, like – People exploited – yeah. People exploited him for his whole life. Uh, I don't know he always had control of his own emotions and his own self. Uh, obviously, he did some bad things got convicted for them. Uh, but also like, I got to believe in the justice system a little bit. Like, and maybe there's a different, oh, see, there's something different here because he was like tried and convicted of something and it was like the law. And then he did his time and he did what, what society punished him. And then he came back and did his best. Granted, he's a, you know, yeah. bet, you know, a little loose upstairs, you know, but like, for some reason, that story, that arc feels better to me than undermining the game. And I don't maybe I think that weird. goes Is back that to uh, the establishment of the sport as a rock line base, I guess. 
It's sort of like that is the establishment, so to speak, and it's kind of going against that. Is that where you're going with that? Yeah, like his failings again right. were human. They weren't in the sport. Yeah, yeah, he bit his ear. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Did he the one? No, that he bit. Okay, yeah, okay. So that was bad. Uh, but he took his punishment for that. Like the taking of the punishment, I think, is something for me. Like you, if there are rules, you broke the rules. You're oh. punished by the rules, and you move on. <laughs> now, granted, no, 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 you know, no, no, you're no. About no. to get me with no. Chapman, and I have no idea why there that feels different. And in fact, I don't know what I. I think I hold Chapman in worse regard, which does not make a dang like of sense. Because clearly Tyson's crime is it because it's closer to you being the Cubs? I don't understand. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. Like I know we sold you didn't our soul. Sell your soul. I know we did. All right. At some point. So so if your company <laughs> hires somebody like that <laughs> and they they put you over the edge for whatever project you're doing, you sold your soul, even though. Yeah, you shouldn't have hired him. All right. Paper. I was going to ask about Oscar Pistorius, but I don't know if you know the story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know that one. And and that so one I was just going to gleam over that. Okay. Uh, I need a final answer from you on this for um, the steroid answer era, guys. Hall of Fame or not? Okay. All right. No. Now, now are we, and so obviously I don't want to like you know get nitpick on this. So we're just gonna say the well-known guys who we suspect doing steroids. You're saying not Hall of Fame. Okay. Clemson. Yeah, I think that includes um, Clemson. Now, Clemens. My follow-up to that yeah, is sorry. guys that have been tested positive for all of, for steroids and then come back and then played after they've served their punishment, should they be eligible for the hall? They're eligible. Well, I think they're all should, eligible. Should they be able to I get it? The, the voters should, should. Yes, they should be able to. I don't think they should. I think the voters should take those years and like either take a percentage off or discount them or do something. Where the known bad period and, and well, I'm talking about the more recent guys since they started drug testing. Right. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, I don't think being convicted of okay. steroids should completely discount you from the whole. I think. All right. So the fact you would that not you did it makes not me not want in. to vote for you. If I were. Right. I would not put them in. And I would try to okay. lobby my fellow journalists to not put them in, but, but I don't, and I would be upset if they did get in, but I don't, I've, I think the to totally of the work, like the whole point of the hall is let the journalists and let the veterans committee, all that stuff, like let them vote. They get the right to vote. Like you don't, you don't right. make not steroids cool. an entrance criteria. Thanks man. <laughs> all right. See ya. This has been lovely. Yeah. Thanks. It's been lovely.
All right, we're back. And I got a new guest with me. We got Rich. Hey, in the studio how's it going, Yay. everybody? It's been a while. Uh, Rich, we, I, I wanted to have you on. I do not believe we've had you on since I don't think so. I think we all. talked about it, but then scheduling conflicts and everything going on, you know, life got in the way a little bit. But I'm here now, and it might be a couple months late, but you know what? There's no other sports, so we can kind of live in this uh, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl championship for uh, for a while here. Right now, it's all about reminiscing. I mean, hell, that's all they right? show on TV. So uh, the old game. So we can talk about it a little bit. First things first, Dad, Gab, as always. Uh, what, I what have you got a today? Uh, Buzz Bomb Bar Fight Brown Ale. It's one of my favorites. I think uh, I think I've talked about it before. I know Mike's had it before. I'm pretty sure you've had it too. It's pretty 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 popular one around uh, around the Springfield parts. So I'll go and crack that open. See if we can get this on the mic. To get that, it's a good one. Oh yeah, yeah, we got this, that. This, we got big, that. This is a big bottle I, uh, too, so this is a. That is, I was gonna say that's, that's a that's, pint and that's, six uh, ounces, and I'm gonna I'm gonna polish this off pretty quick. I bet it's good stuff. <laughs> I I got a fancy one. I got a uh, so I picked this up at the grocery store the other day on a whim. The uh, Budweiser Nitro Reserve. Hmm, I don't even think I've heard of that. What is it? so? What is so, what type of beer is that? Like what is uh, that? It's it's a Budweiser, but it's a nitro, hmm. I guess. I don't think I've ever had a nitro type. So beer, it actually beats me. I, I've not either. I have not. Um, it's got directions, so I got to follow the directions. <laughs> uh, it says flip can three times, open and pour hard, and then it says wait for it. So I'll let you oh. know when I get there. <laughs> <sighs> I don't follow directions that good. I would just cracked it and drank it, and then all the sediment and stuff would probably been at the bottom and it would have been nasty, but. Beer's beer. You got to drink whatever you can get in this quarantine situation. That's right. So, um, the mm-hmm. Chiefs won. Okay. Let's go back to the Chiefs. Oh, that that's a that's a nice pour. I'm not gonna lie, it's a nice pour. Oh like, yeah, that's, that's a lot that's, lighter that's, than what I thought it was gonna be. I figured it'd be a little bit darker, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get a little taste here in a second. So. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. As you're watching the Super Bowl, what's well, going through your mind? It, it was kind of a little bit ups fan. and downs. I you mean, never... I was pretty confident, but uh, you know, I was also a little bit nervous about it. You know, especially with how the game went, um, them falling behind. Um, but you know, they came out on top. You know, I had a, a few few drinks. I think I was texting you guys for part of the game, but they probably yeah. fell off yeah. towards after halftime because I had a <laughs> had a few more than what I was thinking I was going to have. But I mean, but uh, no, it was super exciting. Um, I, I can't I, don't, I can't remember if I told you or not, but I did go to the parade. I think we talked about that a little bit. Oh, man, yeah, was I, we, was we I on? And did we talk do... about the football game before? And then I, we were going to talk about the about the the celebration parade, and then I couldn't come back on. I can't remember. This, lock, this lockdown remember. has my days, well, I know we... and my months, and everything. It's just everything's mowing together. Yeah. And I know, I know, man. Like a day <laughs> seems like a week. Every basically. day of the week sound, uh, feels uh, like a Monday. <laughs> Yeah, oh. um, it's Groundhog Day, <laughs> literally, um, with booze, but, <laughs> lots of booze. We, uh, I, yeah, um, we talked about trying to have you record something from the parade, and my limited technical expertise prevented anything going down. Oh man, it was loud. So, there was a ton of people there. It wasn't really people as uh, as the Royals uh, parade, but there's still a ton of people there. It was kind of cold. That's you know part of the reason why I'm assuming there wasn't that many people there, but there's still a ton of people. I yeah. got some videos, so I mean, a couple of clips and stuff like that. I could probably send to you if you want them. But 
other than that, just a few pictures here and there. I actually went with my mom. So we drove up there for the uh, <clears throat> for the day and then drove back that night. So we got there on uh, on okay. Tuesday evening pretty late and then woke up super early, went to the celebration. Didn't stay on the parade route. We actually stayed uh, up by Union Station up on the uh, on the hill on the uh, – I think it's where that rock fest was, that same area. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, over by the 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 uh, the card yeah, place. Yeah, the World the World War uh, One uh, Memorial on that uh, that uh, yeah, grassy yeah. Uh, patch up there. Yeah, it's a nice area. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice pretty area. good you know pretty good view. They had a bunch of screens set up and everything, and like I said, it's pretty good turnout. They had a couple speakers and everything like that, and the whole team was just wasted. Everybody was drunk. I was a little <laughs> bit upset. I didn't bring any beer. I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, they'll probably have like I could probably pick up some beer somewhere, but didn't get around to because. How did you not take it any was, beer? Uh, you know, it was like, you know, it was early in the morning. I was still kind of tired, and then you know, we wanted to get down there as quick as possible so we could get a spot, and then not have to be you know too crowded. Which that didn't matter anyway. It was it was super crowded, but uh, I was I was gonna try I was gonna try to what haggle time? with some guys for some bush light, but then didn't get around to it. There was a guy right next to us who was drinking like a bottle of bottle of Crown or some other type of whiskey. And he just kept taking pulls on it. And then he started handing out, uh, handing the bottle out to some other people. I kept giving him the eye, trying to get that eye contact to be like, "Hey, buddy, pass that on over this way. Let me get, uh, let me get a pull on that." But never happened. So it was, it was a completely sober celebration, which is fine, because like I said, we had to drive back that night anyway. So sure, you, it might have, it might have stopped you from getting the Rona too. Hey, you evidently it saved a lot of lives because they said if uh, if it would have been in San Francisco, yeah, right. <laughs> it could it could have spread it even worse over there. And then you know, so technically. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs kind of might have saved the nation a little bit, so that's another little thing to put on, uh, put on that banner whenever they hang that thing there. All right, so you're, you're a couple mm-hmm. months removed now. As as a fan, so lifelong Chiefs fan, seeing your team actually go to it to the pinnacle of the sport, how do you feel now as a as a fan? Like, I mean, I'm still happy about it. I, I don't know. I mean. I don't feel any any different about it. I mean, I'm just it, it kind of made me I want I don't want to say more excited for the upcoming season, but I'm still super excited for the upcoming season, not just because there's no sports, but just in general, even before all this stuff happened. Um, but you know, it's just I don't know, just excitement, still excitement. Like it still feels kind of like a dream, like it didn't really happen. But you know, every time I open up Twitter, there's always somebody posting about it, so it's like, yeah, get a little smile. You know, it's a complete opposite of what it usually is at this point. You know, in the season, that right about now, I'm usually like, oh, we have to do the draft. You know, it's the draft and then training camp. Uh, but now it's just kind of like, uh, you know, the draft's gonna come. And so go it's taken. It's taken a little bit. It's taken a little bit of the edge off. Them, yeah, I mean, the, well, like, I mean, uh, I, I figured if I just got one Super Bowl championship my whole life, I'd be happy. But now I'm sitting there like, mm, maybe we can repeat. I don't know. Got a solid team. The whole team's coming back for the most part. They've lost two people so far. Their starting roster. So yeah, they're 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 in pretty good uh, pretty good spot so far. So we'll see. And you would think the AFC is going to be a little down compared to where it was last yeah, year. Yeah, you think so. But I mean, there's always those couple teams that kind of come out of nowhere and just kind of put up. Uh, well, I mean, New England. I think will be oh, down yeah. a little they, bit compared to where they were. Be. Um, Houston will be. Yeah, I mean Houston. Uh, I, I bet you Houston could probably trade. rebound from that. They could probably work on that. Even though at that trade, I still I don't understand that trade for Hopkins. That's uh, I I don't. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. They're they're going to be down. I they they've got a legit shot at least. To oh get yeah, there. I mean they'll be fine. I, I'm you know what team I'm really curious about. See how everything goes. Other than Tampa Bay, which I think we can get into that a little bit later if you want to talk about uh, that whole situation, that breaking news. 
as of what two hours ago maybe but two hours ago man it's a good thing we didn't record right, till right. <laughs> so me being a procrastinator kind of helped us out a little bit gave us at least a topic yeah. but uh one of the afc teams that i'm really interested in is uh the uh, indianapolis colts i thought last year they had a solid roster a yeah. solid team and then they just add uh philip rivers in there so i mean yeah. you got philip rivers and you got uh, J- uh was it jacoby Brissett? Yeah. yeah so that'd be kind of an interesting situation even though Philip Rivers was always a Charger, I'm kind of rooting for him a little bit. I hope I hope he does good in uh, Indianapolis. And I'd, 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 if if Kansas City got eliminated, I think I'd root for him just because Philip Rivers seems like a decent guy, even though he doesn't cuss and wears a lot of bolo ties. But hey, like I like did, bolo ties. Did he move? Did he move all twelve kids to Indianapolis? I mean, he would have to. Do I thought know? he I thought he just moved <laughs> like they moved from the L.A. area to Florida. I thought, but they definitely hey, he has to. Oh, they did. You're right. You're right. Well, they they never moved to L.A. Yeah, he was he in always San, Diego San Diego and he commuted. But I'm assuming he's got to live in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, You're right, though. I remember the article where he moved all of his family to, like, Central Florida or mm-hmm. something. And that's when everybody was thinking that it was going to be uh, – he was going to go to Tampa Bay. But Tom Brady put yeah. a fork in that one. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, whatever. Appreciate it. I'm not too worried. I mean, that, that, team's, that team looks pretty stacked, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> So do you want to tell them about the breaking news? All right. So if anybody didn't hear, we're, we're, we're recording this at uh, 520 on Tuesday. Um, what, two hours ago, like yeah, you said? Yeah, something close to that. Uh, it came out. Gronkowski was traded uh, to the Buccaneers for a fourth-round pick. <laughs> Gronkowski and his seventh-rounder to the Bucks for a fourth-rounder. I mean, I'd take that trade. So, I'd make that trade. you got to roll the dice. He's been he, out for a year. He was, all, he was always right, banged he, up, so maybe that year – Gave him a little bit of time to recuperate, and maybe he's back to full health. I mean, what is he? He's 30, what, 31, 32? He's, um, yeah, man, he's not that I mean, old. Uh, so. Yeah, 31, 32 is not that old, right? <laughs> but but did you see all the weight he lost, though? That's uh, gonna... I, I saw him trying to be an announcer and a color commentator, and it was terrible. So, I mean, good for him to, <laughs> good for him to suit back up because clearly that, uh, that wasn't going to go anywhere. I mean, I guess you kind of go with the old adage, like, you play a game until they say you can't play yeah. anymore, right? Yeah, so. and he he probably needed a year off, like I said, to get healthy. He was always dinged up, and I was just looking at uh, at some stats um, from, like, he was drafted in 2010, and it was, like, the games that he has played in was, like, a, like 115. Travis Kelsey was drafted three years after him, and he's already played in, like, 96 games. So yeah. I mean that just shows well, you how, he, how much he's I mean, been hurt. You know he's he's missed a couple think, seasons due to injury. I think Gronk. Part. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I think he's missed two seasons due to that forearm injury mm-hmm. where he's had so, to. I mean that's three be... seasons that you know arguably would have been in his prime between his elbow and then the early retirement. But, yeah, yeah. But man, that's gotta I don't be, know. That's got to be the best if they keep. Uh, what's his name? Um, was it Howard? The tight. The other tight end is it? Uh, his name's. OJ is it know. OJ Howard? I don't. I can't know, remember. But if they honest. keep him and Gronkowski, that's going to be a solid, solid uh, one-two tight end punch right there. Like that team, that team, that, I, they're stacked on offense. I'm not too sure about their defense, but Bruce Arians should be able to get them going pretty good. But uh, Arians, Arians is the one reason that I could maybe root for that team because yeah, I really like he Bruce seems like Arians. Such a cool guy. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched the uh, the Amazon. Um, 
where they 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 stayed with the Arizona Cardinals the whole season. I forgot what it was really? called. Um, I don't think I, I think I remember seeing something about well, it, but I don't think I watched it. Watch it, man! It was the first one that they did. They've done like did they do three Eagles? or four seasons. Did they do the Eagles. They did the okay. Eagles. Yeah, they did um, the Rams when they moved to L.A. Um, but when I, after I watched that, I was like, man, I really like this guy. So he seems like and a I, good I mean, guy, I, and like every all of his players really like him. You know, and yeah. everywhere he goes, he does he does pretty well. I mean, when he was with Indianapolis as the interim coach. They were winning. Yeah, they they made the playoffs. You know, they there. went to uh, Arizona. They did you know they did pretty well there. You know, a little bit shaky at times, they, but I mean it's Arizona. I I think they made the NFC Championship game. Did they? Yeah. Who's their quarterback? When I they know. I know they were in the playoffs. Uh, it was because Warner was still there when he was there. Oh dang! He he was there that long ago. Yeah. Dang. I didn't realize it was that man. Time flies. I know. So I mean, so I, I I wish the Bears would. He wanted to go to the Bears, and they said no. Who? So that that shows you. Brady Arians. Oh, Arians. Oh, did oh wow. Yeah, yeah, I would have probably. When he left the when he left the Colts. Mm-hmm. So when he when he was he had multiple job offers. Mm-hmm. He interviewed with the Bears first. Mm-hmm. They got him first and he they he they said no, we don't want you. And really? they go with Mark Tressman. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was one of those like when they when they signed him, that was a pretty big pretty big signing, but I mean in retrospect that probably wasn't the the best move right there. Mm. Not good. Yeah. Not good, my friend. Yeah. That's um, 2020, I guess. What's the uh, what's the the chief schedule coming up this year? Assuming we have a uh, um, it's I can't remember. Season. I actually haven't looked at it too much. I mean, I know they actually play. See, see the edge is off. You're you're not even worried about season yet. Uh, well, it hasn't been anything back really from... to keep up on. But I'm pretty sure they play Tampa Bay. Tell you, the truth. I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, let me look Google it here real quick. Oh, you know what? They haven't announced the NFL schedule. I just thought about at that. All? Not they're not doing it not till next month. Really? Well, I mean, that's just the dates and everything. But all the teams are all set. Right. So they got looks like New Orleans, Tampa Bay. At they got yeah, they're at New Orleans, at Tampa Bay, at Las Vegas. That'd be a fun one. There you go, That's man. Their new, their new stadium there for the Raiders. Let me know. Let me know if you're flying out. I'll go. It's gotta be cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh so they have Baltimore, Buffalo, Denver twice, Chargers twice, Raiders twice. New England, Jets, Atlanta, Carolina, Houston, Miami, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay. So that's a, it's going to be a pretty interesting schedule. You got that's a lot of that's some good quarterback games there. I mean, yeah, uh, I that's I mean that Baltimore definitely... game is going to be a good one. That Baltimore game, that Houston game is going to be really really yeah. big one. The people are going to be watching. There's you've got it's a decent balance. I think you've got yeah. some. A, Decent. You'll see a couple good opponents. You've got some bad opponents and a lot of people in the middle. So yeah, yeah, for sure. So I mean, that's a that's a doable schedule. I mean, like I said, I'm hoping for a hoping for a repeat, but we'll see how everything plays out. It's going to be a <laughs> odd. It's already an odd off season. Who knows how much mini camp and oh. all that stuff. So I mean, you want I know you'd want to have your team as close to the team you had last year to give your players that much of a chance to you know you know, flatten the learning curve on anything new or any new players coming in. So can't, like I said, Kansas City, I think lost two players. So, I mean, they're set up pretty well. It was a pretty solid team. The defense came on pretty good towards the end of the season. So yeah. they got, they got, they got a chance of it. I, it, it could be interesting because the NFL is set up so much different in terms of their uh, revenue. Like, mm-hmm. Their revenue is not really based on game day revenue, right? It's more based on TV revenue. Mm-hmm. They could get away with having games with no fans. And yeah, 
I mean, they more, could, I guess, but I mean, I'm, it, it will not financially impact them as much as it would nah, well, like I mean, a, a baseball team. Every one of the owners is a billionaire, so I mean, whatever they can, they'll be fine. I don't think any any NFL team or any NFL owner is going to go bankrupt from all this stuff right now. If they miss a season no. or two, they'll you know they'll be all right. No, and we all hate Stan Kroenke, so we'll just keep that <laughs> keep that as it is. That's that's where we go. Uh, how's life? We I haven't talked to you, so not bad. Uh, just keeping busy for the most part, you know, doing the lockdown stuff. So really, rarely leaving the house other than you know walks or picking up groceries. We we pretty much just only order groceries now. So we yeah. order and we do the pickup, so we don't have to walk around the stores. Um, how's and, the How's the baby? How's everything going good. with the baby? Doing and, good. He's uh, uh, he's starting to crawl a little bit. Uh, there you go. There you go. Figuring out. Like he'll he'll scoot a little bit, but not really full on knees and knees and hands. But uh, you know he's uh, he's getting there, and it's pretty it's pretty awesome stuff. So nice being being locked down at home could be a lot worse. So, yeah. You know when you get to hang out and play with your kid, and, <laughs> you know all that stuff. It makes it uh, makes it enjoyable, but. Uh, Drinking beer has definitely uh, that level has definitely gone up a bit, but uh, that's just mm. standard, I guess. Quarantine, lockdown situation, I guess. I don't know. Well, and that's where your walks come in. You get that exercise. Oh yeah, yeah, so, totally. Just yeah, a couple, yeah. couple times around the block, totally burns off those <laughs> ten beers I had in the last two days. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll have you back. All right, so. yeah. anytime. All right. There's Rich for you. <laughs> and we're back. Man, that was fun talking to those guys. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. If if you want to be on the show next week, shoot us a uh a message or or a text or or a uh, tweet and we'll get you on like what else we got to do right now so um if there if you got something you want us to talk about or something you want to talk about get it hit up hit us up on facebook hit us up on twitter do something um we're, we're, we'll take all incoming ideas we got some cool ideas coming up but uh maybe you got better ones than us so i think we're going to end the show there from us to you Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll keep the bar still open. Thanks for listening. This presentation of the DadGab Show has been brought to you by the DadGab Network and its parent company, DadGab Entertainment.